0: You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. Please flip cassette to side B.
1: Welcome to side B <laughs> of episode... Thirty uh-huh. of what the folklore, aka like, episode thirty-one of what like the folklore.
2: Thirty B, kind Ex- of exit thirty B for sanity.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm not here willingly. <laughs> I mean, I am, but if uh okay, let's. Yes. All right, I'm. <laughs> the, you're listening to what the folklore. I'm. <laughs> I'm Gordy, and I am. I am abandoning my hope of finding any real
0: answers to this story that I'm, we're about to finish I'm Tyler and I'm hitching my wagon to Gordy's wagon
2: <laughs> I'm Carmen and somehow I've dragged these two back into their chairs to hear the second half of last week's story by Madame Del Noir.
1: I just I, 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 I know this woman so I know her, I know her work <laughs> I feel like there's,
2: there's payoff that's just not gonna happen so if this is your first episode listening to us don't Turn back now. Do the other one first. At least at least start with episode thirty, or none of this is going to make sense. Then you can come back and listen to this and none of it will make sense. But you <laughs> you'll have context for that anyway.
0: None of it will make sense and you will feel worse. <laughs> but at least we'll all be on the same page. Yes.
1: Um, so yeah, we, we are going to finish this week uh the story from last week which is called something
2: <laughs> <laughs> the yellow dwarf
1: yep and we are our, our MO on this show is to take weird fairy tales from somewhere in the world and we read them and we discuss them and we look at all of their structural problems and we take all the stuff that doesn't make sense and we put it into a nice neat little package
2: or we try to while instead just screaming nonsense into a microphone and hoping that we make it through alive.
1: Sometimes they get away from us, and it looks like this might be one of them. <laughs> I only have 50% of the information, but it's... If I were a betting man, which I'm not particularly, but I think I think this is a good moment to just pick your chips up and walk away.
2: <laughs> this is the episode that ends your gambling addiction. Nope. Hit me. <laughs>
0: Give me another. Hitting on 17. (laughs) It's going to pay off someday. Briefly, where are we at?
2: Okay, so... To catch up from last week, we have... A queen who birthed a lot of kids, only has one left, spoiled the crap out of her, sent her picture off to untold numbers of kings, 20 of whom abandoned their kingdoms to come woo this woman. She was so... It
0: It was woo stock.
2: Yes. She was so inundated with expensive entertainment that she just didn't give a shit anymore, wouldn't choose one to marry. Her mother gets frustrated, goes off to seek advice from the fairy of the desert, um, who is guarded by lions who can only be appeased by Cake, Uh, (laughs) the queen.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, makes sense so far.
2: (laughs) Queen falls asleep on her journey, wakes up, Cake is gone, in a tree above her is the man eating oranges, Uh, he is also a dwarf. And he says, hey, those lions are going to get you. She says, oh, well, I wish my daughter was getting married. And he says, well, I need a wife. So if you'll promise her to me, we're cool. Keep the lions off of you. Queen says, yeah, sure. He says, no, I don't want her. Queen begs. He says, okay. She wakes up after a horrific vision of her daughter's future home in a frog swamp covered in thistles. Uh, with a brand new nightcap and a lot of depression, uh the princess is confused by her mother's sadness goes off to seek counsel from the fairy in the desert, gets distracted by oranges while vitamin Cing it up loses her cake uh, meets the same dwarf who says, "Hey, your mom's sad because you have to marry me." She's like, "Oh shit, the dwarf says, "Well, I don't want to marry you anyway, so when she just get eaten by lions, you proud, a horrible person, and she says, "No, I'll marry all the dwarfs in the world before I get eaten by lions." And she faints from fear, wakes up in lingerie, and is also depressed, and decides that the best way to get rid of this little man is to marry someone more powerful, so she chooses the king of the gold mines. They plan a big wedding, actually fall in love in the process of this, and we stopped in the middle of the wedding, which has been interrupted by an ugly, ugly, ugly old woman, followed by Basilis, carrying a badly made box. Has threatened the king and princess because they are trying to get married to someone not the yellow dwarf.
0: That was not very brief.
2: <laughs> Tried. Onward. <laughs> all right so we're at the wedding. We've just been threatened by the fairy of the desert.
0: These people have all been gasping for a week. As they waited for us to come back to the story. Right. (laughs) This witch woman's just been pointing at them. Frozen in Frozen in
1: time. Their voices mingling together in a chorus of horror.
2: Hit play again. The queen and the princess are very upset with each other. That both of them went to see this fairy and got... Waylaid
0: by this man.
2: Right, and neither of them told the other one about it.
0: So they start slapping each other. Yeah, it is. Slap fight.
2: It's very much a teen comedy moment. They Um, just
0: need to see things from each
1: other's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly they switch bodies. Whoa! (laughs) Part two. (laughs) Fantasy Freaky Friday.
2: Uh, The king of the gold mines doesn't bother being upset with either of them and focuses his anger... At the old, 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 ugly, ugly, ugly old woman. And he
0: unleashes his punch machines.
2: (laughs) Or his sword machine. Oh, okay. So he pulls the sword and he's threatening her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Back, old woman. This is
2: my wedding. I didn't dream it like this. (laughs) Um, So he's threatening her with a sword when the poorly made box opens up and the yellow dwarf springs out mounted on a great Spanish cat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Why was that his chariot?
2: Where's <laughs> the element of surprise. It's like a Christmas present.
0: I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, it certainly worked.
2: I kind of wish he'd Little come, man. come in a, in a cake. <laughs> like dragging a wedding cake. And he burst out With on a tassels. cat <laughs> wearing suspenders and a fireman's hat. Yeah then <laughs> he does a strip tease.
1: This is a very bizarre entrance, though.
2: All right, so he jumps out on his great Spanish cat and gets between the king and the fairy to protect her from his sword. Uh, meanwhile, he's shouting at the princess, calling her faithless, and telling people like, check out her finger, and the ring is proof that she belongs to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this pube I tied around her finger is all the proof you should need.
2: So the king, chosen... We'll
1: do do a...
0: Uh... Do a pube match real quick.
2: <laughs> and drops trowel. The,
0: the weirdest episode of Moripovich Povich ever.
2: Uh, the king who was chosen for his guns more than his quick wit calls this dwarf ugly and informs him that no one would want to marry him. <laughs> That's
1: technically true. <laughs> but she still has
0: to. <laughs> Nerd.
2: <laughs> uh, the dwarf is kind of miffed about this. And challenges the king to single combat. So they go to the courtyard for the combat and everyone gathers around to witness.
0: Fight, fight!
2: (laughs) Yeah, essentially. Um, Then the sky becomes red as blood. That's normal. And it darkens to the point that no one can see what's going on. Lightning flashes and thunder crashes and the two basilisks now appear on each side of the bad dwarf. Now they're mountains high.
0: He has a new name?
2: Yeah, he's a bad yellow dwarf. <laughs>
1: banana, banana. <laughs> bad yellow dwarf. <laughs> was that a George Thorogood song? <laughs> is that his theme song now? <laughs> is, he, is he bad to the bone?
2: <laughs> Pretty much. So, delivered by lightning and thunder, the basilisks appear on either side of him, but now they're mountains tall. They, I guess they were compact so that they could wander around inside this gallery after this this fairy queen.
0: Yeah, that makes sure. sense. They are each the size of a mountain, or they are both multiple mountains tall?
2: They are both mountains high.
0: So like a mountain stacked on another mountain.
2: Yeah, there are at least two mountains.
0: Are they allowed to participate? <laughs> <laughs> These are my champions!
2: <laughs> I'm not sure if they're going to participate, or if they're just there to add like a badass background effect to this dwarves entrance to the combat, so like you've got this rock music playing. Yeah. Like a WWE entrance thing. <laughs> These two basilisks now the size of mountains. Um they are also breathing fire from their mouths and their ears. <laughs> He's getting like the whole <laughs> the crazy
0: pyro technique work right, going on right now. He's getting, like the whole John Cena entrance. <laughs> <laughs> With
2: the sky red as blood and yeah. too dark for people to see. <laughs>
1: His name is.
2: <laughs> the king, however, is not afraid by, of this display. He's not at all worried about it.
0: He's seen it before.
2: Which embarrasses the yellow dwarf a little bit.
0: <laughs> I like that that detail's included. Like it takes a little bit of wind out of his sails. <laughs> like, oh, maybe I went I worked too real far. hard on this. Come on, man. This
2: is going to be so badass. <laughs> Can't you at least tremble a little bit? <laughs> Uh, the king's courage does give way, though, when he mm. looks over and sees what's happening to the princess. Because during this whole dwarf entrance to single combat, the uh, fairy of the desert has, like, meandered over to the princess and hit her upside the head with a lance.
0: It's a tag fight.
2: Um, so now the princess is bleeding and senseless in the queen's arms. Well, she
0: was senseless before.
2: Kind of, yeah. I just like the image of badass basilisk <laughs> entrance where this combat thing is happening, and then this old woman just comes yeah. up and, like, whap! And then keeps walking. <laughs> just, just pow!
0: It is like a WWE tag <laughs> tournament, basically. This lady um, just gives her the chair.
2: <laughs> so the king abandons the combat that hasn't started yet to run to the princess's side. But the yellow dwarf leaps with his cat onto the balcony above the princess, grabs her, and then just vanishes with her. The cat
1: has some super mad ups.
2: Yeah, it is a great cat. So the king is now motionless with terror. <laughs> the mountain's high basilisks, shooting fire out of their ears. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Didn't do it. Just
1: spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> just... This princess being poofed.
2: Dwarf napped. Yeah,
1: dwarf napped in front of his face.
2: He can't even move. He's so horrified. And then everything goes dark. He can't (laughs) The world
0: ends. (laughs) He
2: can't (laughs) He can't see a thing.
0: Ragnarok happens. (laughs)
2: But he feels himself carried away through the air, (laughs) held up by wind.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is this is some kind of Ragnarok event.
2: Turns out the wicked fairy of the desert fell in love with him on sight. With who? The king of the gold mines. Oh. So, like, she and the yellow dwarf broded out to kidnap this princess, and she was like, I'm going to give me some some (laughs) of that.
0: Looks like you're single again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be your rebound. (laughs) You have gold, do you?
2: Her (laughs) reasoning is that if she carries him off, some cavern and chains him to a rock, the fear of death will make him forget the princess." She's a good witch. And become her slave. She knows
0: real good spells. (laughs) She knows chain to rock spell.
2: I'm going to tie you to this boulder till you love me.
1: She knows advanced (laughs) interrogation.
2: (laughs) My many years of living alone in the desert surrounded by magic and lions has taught me super great people skills.
1: Though she may
2: be right. It's possible. So once she gets him all chained away in this cavern... She gives him back his sight, but keeps the chains on and walks up to him, disguised as a young and pretty fairy, acting horrified that some misfortune has brought him to this place where he's chained to this rock.
0: So while he's blind, wow. she does the, I'm, okay, I'm going
2: away now,
0: and then <laughs> pretends yeah. to like, walk down some stairs.
2: <laughs> a, stands motionless, stomping back and forth, yeah. a little bit lighter each time
1: that whole routine and comes back. Boy, <laughs> just, this is like a fate within a faint within a faint.
2: <laughs> well, the king is deceived by this hot piece of fairy. Yeah,
0: he's known for his punch meat, not his head meat.
2: <laughs> and so he opens up his heart to the beautiful fairy and tells her all about how he was kidnapped by the fairy <laughs> of the desert.
0: I have had an awful day.
2: <laughs> it's just been the pits. Um, the disguised fairy says Oh no, that's that's the worst And worst of all, you can't escape until you marry her <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the king notices her feet Which were still the feet of a griffin But this definitely was not mentioned in the previous description Still They were always the feet of, the, of, of a griffin Says Madame Del Noir now
0: Oh, did I forget to mention that earlier?
2: <laughs> I thought that was covered this under is, ugly.
1: This is her trademark twist.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which is t- which is
1: accomplished by just deliberately withholding information <laughs> until she deems it appropriate.
0: No, oh, her trademark twist is to give you information and then pretend like you already knew it.
2: Right. Like, this is totally how this went.
0: Oh, you d- like, you forgot? It's always been that way. You're so silly. <laughs> oh. Anyway, here's the story.
2: I need I need this to happen. I need him to be deceived for long enough to tell her about stuff, but then undeceived real quick, so that he can start feet. being the deceiver. So Griffin feet.
1: Clearly, feet is the answer.
2: So the king pretends not to notice this this foot problem, and so he starts hmm. up with the flattery and says, "Hey, I don't have any problem with the fairy of the desert. Like ruining my weddings, all cool." Bygones. <laughs> but I just can't endure how she protects that yellow dwarf and keeps me chained up like this. It's true, the woman I was going to marry is really hot. Really hot. I
0: will reiterate.
2: But if the fairy set me free, I'd have to love only her. And uh, the disguised fairy goes,
0: Rips everything off.
2: It's you, me! You really mean it? He says, <laughs> I do. In the grand scheme of things, fairy trumps princess on the hierarchy of pretty cool wife. But I will I will be pretending to hate her until I'm set free. So the fairy of the desert is so flattered that she decides to take the prince to a nicer place. She makes him mount a chariot to which she harnesses swans instead of her usual bets.
0: It's really going all out.
2: spared no expense. <laughs> and they fly off.
1: I think she just had a group on...
2: <laughs> for swans yeah I'll give this a shot. who knows maybe they fly better than bats.
1: she's saving it for when she's
2: got a date. <laughs> One day my prince will come.
0: Does she use the bats to fly around during the day <laughs> They're just Cause that's an erratic f-ing chariot
2: <laughs> in a desert she's
0: <laughs> going all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Just nightmarish flight pattern.
2: All <laughs> the bats are like why? <laughs> why is this? How many bats against... do you think it takes to draw a chariot?
0: Lie. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. A lot Probably Cave <laughs> worth.
2: <laughs> so while they're flying around in the chariot, the princess notices uh, the prince notices his princess in a castle with walls of polished steel which reflected the sun's rays so hotly no one could get near it without being burned to a cinder. This is not the original home the dwarf promised her. No, hold on. Say that again. The princess is in a castle.
1: Oh, okay. We're jumping.
2: Yeah, the princess is, is flying over right. and he sees this. He sees the princess oh, okay. in a castle with walls of polished steel so bright that they burn people. How do you get in?
0: Hmm? How does the peop How does... Dwarf lives there, in theory.
2: He comes at night. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the flaw in a house designed to use the sun to, as a security, as, like, as, a warning as, to as burn, ADT. Yeah. To burn
0: people. <laughs> right. Sun as ADT.
1: <laughs> so this house just burns you.
2: Yeah, it's, it's reflecting the sun so hotly that you're burned to a cinder if you get close to it. Because science.
1: Uh-huh. And what about inside it?
2: That's cool. that's fine. Okay. And I guess you can be on the grounds, too, without a problem. The princess is sitting by a brook in the garden. Not Not (laughs) Center, And she looks up to see the king and the fairy. And the fairy is so clever with her disguise. It's like super good that she is so amazingly hot. And Bellissima is pissed and sad at the same time. Because her betrothed is cheating on her.
0: Going out for a joyride. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Like, if I weren't miserable enough, the king stopped loving me as soon as he lost sight of me. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> the king, who did still love her, Madame Dolna wants to make sure you have not been tricked by this fairy.
0: I know that you're probably an idiot too, <laughs> reading this.
2: <laughs> but it is still super hot for Bellissima. For the king was sad to see her trapped and looking pretty miserable. But he knew too well the power of the fairy, which is make him blind and... And wind. Yeah, and hot. <laughs> uh, to hope to escape without a lot of patience and cunning. The latter of which he's proven really good at. It's not,
1: yeah, not <clears throat> his best stat.
2: The fairy also sees Bellissima, and she looks hard at the king to see how the sight of... The unexpected sight of this princess has affected him. Bonus check! <laughs>
1: Why did those (laughs) words just
2: happen? Uh, This was
1: part of her plan.
2: Yeah, we've got to make sure you don't actually have the hotspot. What's going on in your pants right now? Um, So the king sees her looking at him and guesses why. And he says, no one can tell you what you want to know better than I can. And you're so much more to me than she is that I'd rather die than leave you. I guess she told him she was the fairy of the desert.
0: Or he just forgot that <laughs> this was a ruse.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Either <laughs> oh, way. Oh, I'm not
0: supposed to know that.
2: Either way, she says, Oh, Prince, can I believe you really love me so much? So she's been and lonely. And she also forgot. She's been lonely for a long time. <laughs> um, and the king's... Oh good, we're
0: on page two. <laughs>
2: The <laughs> king says, time will show, madame, but do not, I beg you, refuse to aid Bellissima. Now she's really suspicious, because the shit kind of request is that to make. Um, she says, do you know what you're asking? You want me to use my magic against my best friend, the yellow dwarf. The one who's always been there for me. Who's listened to all my tales of bad boyfriends past.
1: To help out your ex.
2: To take away a proud princess who is my rival. Nah, I don't think I'll be doing that. (laughs) So the king sighs, but he doesn't have an answer for her because he doesn't know what to say to such a clear-sighted person.
1: I mean, she makes a strong argument.
2: Yeah, I don't know why he expected a positive response to, to, hey, like, help out my ex.
1: Because he's got the keys to Bone City. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he's ripped. He's bodacious.
2: He is bodacious. He hasn't needed to be clever. Well, they get to a pretty meadow with a splendid palace made of transparent emeralds.
0: So, not emeralds.
2: <laughs> I guess maybe translucent was what she was going mm-hmm. for. And as soon as the swan- Did she just
0: say that? You can't see it.
2: <laughs> but these are but emeralds. It's,
0: it's made of emeralds. It's There's not... definitely a castle made of emeralds right in front of you.
2: It's beautiful, like me. <laughs> As soon as the swans pull up into the parking space, (laughs) um, which is against a porch paved with diamonds and featuring ruby arches, thousands of beautiful beings (laughs) of some kind of (laughs) nondescript nature run out to greet them, singing a song about love. I did not write this song down, but Madame Dunlop did. So just know that in this fanfic, this fanfic includes a songfic <clears throat> yeah. within it. So the fairy of the desert is absolutely delighted by the song. she's just thrilled to pieces. And she leads the king to his splendid room and leaves him alone for a bit so that he wouldn't feel so much like a prisoner. Uh, the king is pretty sure that he's not actually alone and she's just watching him from a secret like, hole in the hole.
0: It's like, I can see you.
1: I mean, if it's all translucent, yeah. then, yeah, she's, yeah, just... she's
2: just... behind the wall, hey. <laughs> staring at him, licking <laughs> <laughs> the glass a little bit. Undoing hey. her
1: top buttons in preparation.
2: So the king has to keep up his clever, clever ruse, and uh, he goes up to the mirror in his room and just sort of passively asks, what would please the fairy most? And then he just curls his hair. The mirror doesn't respond. Yeah,
0: it's not magic, idiot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's just a regular mirror. But he curls his hair, and then he looks around the room, and he sees a coat that's a lot nicer than the one he's got on. So he goes ahead and puts that yoink on instead.
1: This is probably mine.
2: And the fairy comes back, just so, so pleased by his new hairdo. In his new coat. She's just so flattered Aren't that he... are you dapper? Are you put forth all this effort for me? So he showers her with pretty speeches until he's allowed to walk by himself on the seashore. <laughs> he flatters her until she gives him the freedom he to go on a he walk. He
0: filibusters her <laughs> with poetry.
2: So the fairy of the desert lets him go out, but not before raising... A huge storm with magic so that no one would venture out on the ocean. And she's pretty sure that this will keep him trapped. (laughs) There won't be any random ships to pick him up. So (laughs) your your cage is complete, (laughs) my little pet king.
1: Very closely supervised still.
2: So he wanders around the sand and he writes a poem about his fate. real sucks. His real fate. He's not pretending anymore. Finn. He's just writing... Angsty poetry. Sure. And in the last stanza, he asks water nymphs to help him out. And while he's writing, he hears a voice and he looks around to see like a lady floating toward him on a crest of a huge wave. <laughs> with her long hair spread out all around her, with a mirror and a comb and a fishtail.
0: <laughs> this is a
1: trick of some kind. Hey!
0: You need some help?
2: As soon as she reaches speaking distance from him, she says... Hey, I know you're pretty bummed about this whole thing going on with you today. It's been a long day for you. So I'm going to help you escape this fatal place where the fairy means to keep you for 30 years or more.
0: But that's it. No, yeah. More, no more Yeah, than so that.
2: She gets bored. That's, that's all she's
0: got on her ward.
2: <laughs> she needs a new husband after that. And then he gets kinda old and he loses his sheen and his muscles, so Immediate what? After thirty years. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. I thought this was happening.
1: He's no. not he's not quite the boy toy. Right. After thirty years.
2: He's not the, the kilf
1: of of <laughs> what I think we can safely assume would be very regular use. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a lot of wear and tear.
1: <laughs> yeah, so to speak. Both, both to his body and to his spirit <laughs> she she will slowly wither both,
2: well, the king is reasonably worried that it's a trick
1: <laughs> as he, as he should be hmm. he's being gaslit pretty hard,
2: but she says it's okay, you can trust me, I'm not trying to entrap you. That's I'm what... so mad. With the yellow dwarf and the fairy of the desert That I'm not likely to help them
0: <laughs> Not likely <laughs> You not... can't give me better than that <laughs> I'd
1: say 60% no <laughs> That's
0: not a lot of insurance
2: <clears throat> <coughs> um, Check her feet Is but, Griffin feet But
1: he definitely
0: has her word for it <laughs> That's
2: So true. that helps
1: She
0: he has some words for it
1: <laughs> Yeah She did say those words once <laughs> That's probably enough.
2: <clears throat> oh, she she further justifies this with especially since I constantly see your poor princess, whose beauty and goodness makes me pity her so much. If you have confidence in me I will help you escape. So this this girl that I like see swimming around I don't have place, confidence
0: in myself helping you <laughs> but you need <laughs> to have confidence in me.
2: <laughs> this girl is so hot that I feel sad that she's sad <laughs> basically is what she's saying.
0: Yeah.
1: And she she is also saying, "You should have total confidence in my. I'll probably help. I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'll pretty, give it a shot. I'm mad for unspecified reasons at these two very powerful beings. So I'm not. I'm probably not going to do anything to aid them. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> well, I trust you absolutely," cries the king. <laughs>
0: What else does he have to he, lose? He wrote a
1: poem in the sand and then she appeared.
2: That's, I mean, what greater basis for a friendship is that?
1: That's solid enough. That's how Milo and Otis started. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All, all great duos. Simon and Garfunkel, which is pretty much their relationship, I think. <laughs> Paul Simon wrote some poetry. And then, and, like, and, then Gar- and then Garfunkel showed up and he was like, eh, hey, I'll contribute, <laughs> the, kind of. On the cusp of a wave. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I guess
0: I'll chip in <laughs> for a while, just maybe. Surfs in going, Me too!
2: <laughs> so, I trust you absolutely, and I will do whatever you tell me, but if you've seen my princess, I beg you to tell me what's going on with her.
0: I live in the ocean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just, it's like I have I didn't get that close
2: We must not waste time talking Come with me and I'll carry you to the Castle of Steel But first We gotta trick this fairy
1: Yep <laughs> oh, punker.
2: So I'm gonna leave on the shore A figure that is so like you That even she'll be deceived And then she grabs Ooh. a pile of seaweed
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, The old seaweed gambit
2: she blows on it three times and she says, My friendly seaweeds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my friendly seaweeds.
2: My bros.
1: Coming next year from Judy Bloom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, my bros. Stay stretched out on the sand until the fairy of the desert comes to take you away, and then the seaweeds transform into a body like the king. Looking as though he'd been dashed against the the waves and drowned in washed whatever. Yeah, whatever. Dead, dead king. Yeah. Um, and the king is so astonished because specifically- Oh my
0: god, I died!
2: <laughs> because it, it looks so much like them. But the particular detail that he's most impressed with is that they did such a good job of recreating the coat he's wearing
1: really likes that coat
2: <laughs> it's a sweet coat it's very stoky. it's stoked he got it it's worth this whole thing
1: but it's a duster <laughs> it's just real <laughs> sweet yeah it'd look, that'd probably look really cool
0: which means a bandolier <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe some laughs> business. a couple so, of pistols yeah
2: so now that this the seaweed trickery has been lain the mermaid and the king swim joyfully away together And while she's swimming with him, she tells him all about the princess, uh, explaining that in spite of the blow that the fairy of the desert gave, the yellow dwarf got her sensible enough to mount his terrible Spanish cat, but she soon fainted again with the pain and terror, and she didn't recover till they were within the walls of the Castle of Steel. Um, Here she was received by the prettiest girls it's possible to find anywhere, uh, who had also been carried there by the yellow dwarf. Why the hell
0: not? Sure.
1: Okay.
2: They'd also been kidnapped, or whatever. And they immediately waited upon her, uh, helping her out, laying her on a couch covered with gold cloth and embroidered with pearls as big as nuts. And the king is afraid that all this finery means that she's going to marry the yellow dwarf after all, because that's some pretty pretty cool swag that he's presented her with. <laughs>
0: I, don't, I don't have pearl nuts. <laughs> In my castle. I'm just
2: the king of the gold mine. I just
0: live in a gold mine. There's <laughs> nothing he can
1: do to sweeten the pot a little bit.
2: <laughs> but the mermaid says, Nah, man, don't worry. She won't even look at the yellow dwarf. But she is afraid that you love the pretty woman the fairy disguised herself to be. And the king's like, Oh, no! <laughs> How can we undeceive her? And the mermaid very patiently says, You know best, smiling kindly at him. So. Give, Not helpful. Give her the D. I don't know. That's my interpretation. <laughs> okay. From you know best with a smile and maybe a wink. Uh, and then they come to the Castle of, the Ste- of Steel. Uh, luckily, they approach it from the side next to the sea, which is the only one the yellow dwarf didn't protect with his burning walls.
1: For some reason.
2: Right. Because no one ever attacks a castle from the sea.
0: Maybe they just ran out of sea. (laughs) It's unthinkable. It's like the castle in Frozen. Completely unprotected at sea. Yep. Just open. Just wide out. Open in the bay there.
2: So the mermaid drops him off on the shore and says, I know quite well that the princess is sitting exactly in the place where you left her when you last saw her however many days ago or whatever.
0: Otherwise this story would take forever. (laughs) She
2: hasn't moved. (laughs) Uh, You are going to have to face many enemies before you can reach her, so take this sword, and with it you can dare any danger and overcome the greatest difficulties, but beware of one thing, and one thing only, never let it fall from your hand. I will wait here.
0: And he said, what? Oops.
2: (laughs) Oh, boner fingers. (laughs) I'll wait here like a water taxi service to help carry off the princess." Because uh, BT dubs, her mom is my best friend, and that's why I bothered with any of this.
1: Cool. Oh, don't know <laughs> Don't know
2: <laughs> She strikes again.
1: <laughs> Bet you didn't see that one coming.
2: Why didn't she go to this mermaid for advice if they're best friends? Why'd she bother with this fairy of the this, desert?
1: This fairy has not yet showed why she's a worthwhile
2: Consultant. being
1: to seek advice from. <laughs>
0: She seems just straight up evil yeah.
1: Why do you go talk to she her? Is...
2: It's a twist
1: She is very malevolent
2: Madame del is Shyamalan's ancestor <laughs> It was Shyamalan in her past life And so saying she gives the king a sword made of a single diamond That is more brilliant than the sun Meanwhile Back at the fairy of the Desert She's starting to get a little worried
1: <laughs> Awful long walk
2: this walk's going like the length of a swim across an ocean. <laughs> she doesn't know a lot about humans. There's she... not that much beach. <laughs> <laughs> she should, should be back. How long am I supposed to keep this storm going? So she goes out to look for him with you know, your normal search party of a hundred of her ladies carrying baskets full of diamonds and golden cups and amber and coral and pearls. <laughs> just to walk on the beach (laughs) with some of them bringing fruit and flowers and even birds I haven't
1: (laughs) just in case
2: (laughs) I haven't seen my fiance in like three hours I need a hundred women a bunch of riches an orchard's worth of fruit and live birds to complete the search of ten feet of beach. Do you think he wants any of that stuff, though? <laughs> he needs it to maybe, be enticed back. I mean, maybe maybe if she
1: tried, like, offering him things that he wanted, she would have better luck.
2: That's what she's doing. That's It's the equivalent of when, you know, the kids capture this mythical beast and they're like... Yeah, it's E.T. You know, it's, it's e. T. You know they're, they're giving him a bunch of options of food. And, you know, maybe he'll go for <laughs> for the, the ham they sandwich. Should. Or maybe what? he'll go for
0: the, the, the Reese's Pizza. What do you want? Do you want fruit? Check out my bird collection.
2: <laughs> Which of these will entice you to come there back are, inside with me?
1: <laughs> there are universal gifts. And she's not tapping into this. Steam gift cards.
2: <laughs> Amazon gift cards
1: Always good
0: Here's $15 for Starbucks
2: <laughs> Now will you come home with me? Let's go get
0: some pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> <laughs> Bring all the birds
1: <laughs> Chill has entered the air in <laughs> seasons turn
2: So she comes upon the dead Fake king. And she's absolutely horrified and throws herself down on the sand beside and him. And creates
0: a domino effect of this line of women behind her.
2: Howling and weeping and calling upon her eleven sisters, all of whom...
0: Were they part of this posse?
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Get where. them on the phone!
0: <laughs> <laughs> phone tree, now! I think another servant girl just walks up with a cell phone. Sisters I need you at the beach (laughs)
2: They're all there Sisters All eleven sisters Are also deceived By the seaweed Because (laughs) (laughs) They're just kicking at it She
0: runs it
1: by eleven other people Yep checks out She looks dead to me Definitely dead
2: Because as clever as all these fairies are and they're pretty clever.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mermaid trumps fairy on the magical hierarchy. With
1: all their sorcery.
2: So in the rock, paper, scissors that is magic, fairy trumps princess, mermaid trumps fairy, princess trumps mermaid.
0: Yeah, that checks out.
2: Yep. Just so you know. That's how it works. So the Eleven Sisters, as family does, helps the fairy of the desert make a monument to the dead king on the sand.
1: Sure. To be found by Charlton Heston in the future.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So back with the living king, he's walking his way to the castle when, BAM! Four terrible sphinxes who show up, (laughs) (laughs) pop up, (laughs) out of nowhere.
0: They're smoking cigarettes and wearing leather jackets. (laughs) (laughs) They're just
2: awful. Uh, They would have torn him to pieces if not for the diamond sword. He
1: basically his lightsaber.
2: Yeah, he kills all four with one blow. Wow. And then there are six dragons covered in scales harder than iron! Whoa! I don't know if he even walked at all or if they just, like, popped <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> they were just waiting directly behind the sphinxes.
2: His sword covers that one and handles it with ease. <clears throat> um, so he turns a corner and then there are 24 pretty nymphs advancing toward him. Barring the way with garlands of flowers.
0: Oh no. And he cuts them to ribbons. He's <laughs> just a blood bloodfuck. <laughs> yeah.
2: And they say, We're tasked with guarding this place. You wouldn't hit a girl, would you? Yeah! <laughs> and he hesitates because it goes against all his ideas as a knight because he's also a knight as well as a king <laughs> and a prince. <laughs> Sir Goldmine! <laughs> to do anything a lady begged him not to do. <laughs> Not to hit them or kill them, but they specifically begged him not to, to hit them, so now it's against so, his code of honor.
1: He's allowed to kill them as long as they didn't ask him not to. <laughs> right. As long as he takes them by surprise.
2: That's, <laughs> that's what chivalry means. <laughs>
0: as long as it's a backstab.
2: Chivalry isn't dead. Um, but then he hears a voice in his ear saying, strike, strike, do not spare or your princess is lost forever. So he doesn't think a second thought and rushes. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, <laughs> brain voice. <laughs> you always have the best ideas. Haven't steered me wrong thus far. <laughs> yeah, haven't steered me wrong since the school fire.
2: Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, that night, I ate all the cake. <laughs> and so he rushes forward and breaks their garlands with the sword and scatters them in all directions, but doesn't kill them. It's, it's cool. He just like the elbows him. them. Yeah. Shoulder shoves them.
1: Red rovers his way through. <laughs> and
2: he goes without further hindrance to the wood where he'd seen the princess. She was hanging out by the brook, looking sad and pale and weary. Hey! And when he reached her, he wanted to throw himself at her feet, but she recoils from him as though she'd just seen the yellow dwarf. That's how horrible he is to her now.
1: Oh.
2: And he explains that He's not faithless, just a miserable wretch. And That she said, hot, hot
0: woman meant nothing to me.
2: Basically. And she says, did I not see you flying through the air with the loveliest being imaginable? Was that against your will? <laughs> On a chariot of swans? <laughs> Explain yourself. Ugh. And he says, yes, it was against my will. Do not refuse the aid of your most faithful lover. And he throws himself at her feet and held, uh, holds her by her robes. Does not explain. No, it's cool. That was very fairy of the desert disguised. She didn't do a good job. Yeah. She grabbed her feet. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was conning her the whole time. She doesn't, he doesn't explain what's really going on. He's just like, no, it was, it was totally against my will. Promise. Yeah, I love you more than anything. Don't break up with me. In the yeah. process of throwing himself at her feet and grabbing her robes, he drops the sword.
1: Uh-oh.
2: And the yellow dwarf, who was crouching behind a lettuce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a response to that. <sighs> Fine. <laughs>
1: I guess.
2: Sprang out and seized the sword. Well knowing its wonderful powers. (laughs)
1: Snatched it up.
2: (laughs) This let us deceived you. I was here the whole time. Just taking a quick nap.
1: Powers that would make Chuck Testa proud.
2: (laughs) Uh, uh, The princess cries out in terror.
1: (laughs) Oh, now I... Mm, Okay, the yellow dwarf looks like Jack Testa.
2: (laughs) bald. Just make sure he's bald. That's important. With long ears and long shoes. (laughs) Um, So the princess cries out in terror, and her whiny ways irritate the yellow dwarf. So, (laughs) so he mutters some magical words and summons two giants who bound the king of the gold mines. With great chains of iron.
1: Sir King Goldmine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sir King Goldmine. Esquire. And now, says the dwarf, I am the master of my rival's fate, but I will give him his life and permission to depart unharmed if you, princess, will consent to marry me. Does he need consent? Uh, he I? has
1: consent yeah, he already, from way back when.
2: He has a promised pub ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, is it, I don't think doubling down on that is kind of too much.
2: <laughs> Let me die a thousand times, rather, cried the unhappy team. Alas, cried the princess, must you die? Is there anything worse? Let me have the satisfaction of dying for you, my princess. No, 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 I'll do what the dwarf wants cruel princess says the king would you make life horrible to me by marrying another before my eyes it's okay cricket <laughs> it's okay the story's almost over shut up she she looked really concerned yeah. she, she only does that when she's like worried just stood up and put her paw on my arm's like why <laughs> would you make life horrible to me by marrying another before my eyes nope says the yellow dwarf and st- Dabs him in the heart. Takes care of that. Enough of you. I am done with this dramatic display. Kills him. Yep, straight up dead.
0: Okay, at least, oh, fine. Alright, I'm (laughs) I'm glad we followed him for half the story.
2: (laughs) The princess sees him dying and can't live without him, and so she sinks down and dies of a broken heart. (laughs) And not even... That old
0: ripcord in fairy tales.
2: (laughs) uh, Not even the mermaid could help them because the king dropped the damn sword.
0: So she says, peace, I'm out.
2: But she is pretty sad about this. And she uses her mermaid powers to turn the lovers into two tall palm trees, standing side by side, whispering together of their faithful love and caressing one another with their interlacing branches, The End. No,
0: <laughs> I think there's more.
2: Nope. The fairy of the desert buried a fake king. Real king died. Yellow dwarf didn't get a princess.
0: I've got these palm trees though.
2: Yeah. It's
1: the Hamlet exit. No one's happy.
2: So now I'm that... not happy. <laughs> now that you have the full story, let's discuss. Mm. The second half of this story was rather different from the first half of the story. No kidding. A little bit. It
1: was a romp. It was uh, a half. It was a roller coaster <laughs> of events. Um, boy, I think a lot of the problems that they were running into would have been solved if there were like well-enforced loitering laws <laughs> <laughs> in this stupid kingdom.
2: Explain further.
1: Like no kings, you can't just hang out here
2: however for however
1: years. long you want. You have to go home at some point. Wooing like, a
2: child. I would just like to reemphasize.
1: <laughs> Someone <laughs> falls asleep under a palm tree. There should be some group that just wakes her up. And is like, nope, you can't sleep here. Just keep keep you, on keep, keep on going. moving. This is not a good place.
2: I think the fairy of the desert had a permit for those lions.
1: A permit. Yeah. Exotic pets. This is what's lacking in this story, is regulations.
2: <laughs> the only thing that they regulate is pube promise rings.
1: I don't think that Madame Dolnois had, like, really worked out the municipal codes for the world
0: that this story takes place in. I know for a fact that the yellow dwarf was cheating on his taxes. <laughs> 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 Because he was chilling out in that shitty summer home inside oh, that man. tree, and then lo and behold, <laughs> he got a castle and dragons and spaces, yeah. Just and, chilling and off, giants yeah, yes. by this beach somewhere and lettuces, some
1: some yeah,
0: some some offshore accounts,
1: tax shelter, it's probably all donated by somebody. <laughs>
2: By the fairy of the desert, obviously, because they were super mm. chill bros. Why weren't they marrying each other?
1: I kind of thought this bur- is how they, that. Me too. That's how it might end. They'd just be like, eh. And then
2: they you're realized, good
1: enough, why not?
2: They realized that the the deep friendship they shared was something more this whole time. Because yellow dwarf doesn't even want to marry the princess. He doesn't like for any reason he, other than
1: yeah, because he has no goals. <laughs> in this story
0: he like he except that he likes to jump out at people he doesn't nah. want anything
2: yeah he has
0: he wants oranges he
2: has a a bernie house castle
1: yeah he's got like a good setup with like a lot of nymphs or whatever they were
2: yeah he's got the love the 24 of the loveliest women you could think of just chilling out feeding him grapes or whatever <laughs> It's not like he's interested. And he's got this chill friend, Fairy of the Desert, who, you know, relates to him on a number of things. Like being horrible
1: and having magic. <laughs> Just trying to screw things up for everyone.
2: Yeah. Like without they,
1: any real purpose.
2: They share a lot of the same activities. Well, and
1: Fairy at least had motivation.
2: Yeah, she like actually liked the guy she, she kidnapped.
1: She wanted to be not lonely. That's fine. I guess.
2: It's because she's hung around the yellow dwarf for so long, just hoping he'd pick up the hint. <laughs> <laughs> he's my best friend. We could be something more, but I know he doesn't feel that way about it. Oh, the, That's
1: dwarf, it. Is, the dwarf is gay.
2: That's it for today, dear diary.
1: I think that... The dwarf the dwarf is suffering is from fruit blindness. <laughs> what? <He's, laughs> is he's, that a term? He's covering for uh like he he doesn't doesn't see it quite yet.
2: So this princess is his beat. So he's
0: closeted.
1: Yes. That's what I'm saying.
2: Closeted in an orange tree. He's
1: he needs a wife for appearances.
2: Right. Interesting. And
1: has refused the, the desert fairy's advances for a reason.
0: Or any of her sisters. Yeah. Cuz you know all the you know he hung people. out at her house as a kid. He's Pro- met those sisters yeah, yeah, probably. Th- they
2: were they hung out a lot. Like they exchanged, you know, tales of woe. You know, he told her all about the hot princess immediately after being promised her. her. Was like, should I? Like, what do I make a ring out of? And she's like, your pubes. pubes. <laughs> Nothing. No bond is stronger <laughs> than that of genitals.
0: <laughs> Why are you my friend?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If he gives her a pube ring she'll be so disgusted she won't want to marry him And maybe he'll realize his love for me
1: Uh, Until That is a Hail
0: Mary pass (laughs) Desert witch woman
1: Until Sir King Goldmine Beefcake came along
2: And then the fairy of the desert took off her glasses (laughs) and became hot
1: Felt a trembling in her nethers. That hadn't happened.
2: I should put Aww. a pube on that. <laughs> if you like it, you better put a pube on it. I was
1: gonna say, that Beyonce song <clears throat> becomes very unpleasant.
0: That's not the episode title, right? <laughs> put a pube
2: on
1: it. I hope not.
2: If you like it, put a pube on it is the episode title. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna keep mining. <laughs> Why did any of this have to happen?
2: What was the moral of this one? What soapbox was Del Noir on? We know she doesn't like royalty that much. I think
1: I think she was trying to work herself through a breakup.
2: <laughs> yeah, she was
0: less <clears throat> she was less on a soapbox than she was on a crate of booze. <laughs> <laughs> Just shouting at the universe. Yes.
1: Yeah. This I think this is very clearly a he had his chance kind of story. <laughs>
0: this is her skater boy. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's it. That's I just yeah, this has this has that that dynamic written all over it to me. Like she's she's obviously the the super hot princess who everybody wanted and this guy yeah, I goofed it up or turned her down or
2: Yeah, he went, he went for her her neighbor Baroness, who was super, super ugly. She only like she <laughs> wears the grossest. Yeah, she wears tons of makeup so everyone thinks she's hot. <laughs> but secretly she's the ugliest and she has griffin feet. <laughs> and she stuffs her bra with Kleenex. And and part way through she got real nostalgic and sad and like, but really, he loved her the whole time and he was only deceived by it. <laughs> and, and then he died for her. Because that's true love. You really want someone who's going to die for you. What was the queen
0: sad forevermore? I guess. Is that the last we heard of her? Yeah, that's um, her last
2: child. She's
0: just moping around in like a bathroom with slippers. I guess, yeah. I guess her line is done.
2: Yeah, she
1: like with her track record for kids, well, it's like unlikely some... she's gonna get another
0: shot. I screwed up every kid.
2: <laughs> the last thing
0: clap clap. The last thing yeah. the
2: queen saw of her daughter was the sky of her kingdom turning red as blood, <laughs> <laughs> and she's just swept mountain up. basilisks peering out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: if that doesn't make you a hit little... the bottle, I don't know.
2: Well. <laughs> a little man.
0: Also, the knowledge
1: that that child Probably, maybe turned out the best.
2: Also, that kingdom
0: probably burned to the ground because those basilisks are still just spinning yeah. and spitting fire. I,
2: I was going to ask, do you think anyone came and like cleaned up the basilisks? Like, do <laughs> you think the yellow door for the fairy of the desert came back for no, their pets? They're still there, or
1: just nope? I don't this, think so. Spewing
0: fire.
2: Did the sky ever turn unred, or is this kingdom just cursed forever? It's
1: just unlivable now.
2: <laughs> Everyone abandoned it. Except for the queen, who waits for the cat to bring her daughter back.
1: Again, her best adjusted child. <laughs> this one turned out the best, presumably.
2: In this fairy of the desert's castle by an ocean, is do you think this is the same place as her desert abode guarded by lions? Because why would she need to draw up a storm to protect the king? And can't he just walk the opposite direction of the ocean? Well he's get not get smart away. enough to do that. <laughs> like it's not it's not like just ocean is is the only means of escape from this place. Well, he was facing the direction of the ocean,
0: so that's all he could see.
2: <laughs> that's all he knew. Ocean and swanky swanky coat. <laughs> yeah. See, At least he died in a nice coat.
0: That's true. I'm sad that no one else will get that coat.
2: Yeah, it's ruined. Forever yeah, it was now.
0: turned into a palm tree with the rest of him. You think the the dwarf just like spitefully chopped those trees down?
2: <laughs> yeah, get
0: off my lawn!
2: He doesn't have to leave them there. He just angles his castle a little bit till they burn to cinders.
0: <laughs> he's just got a lever that swivels the castle around <laughs> to burn ants when he's bored. <laughs> So, oh,
2: what's the point of a deadly sun steel castle you can't aim yeah
1: i I feel like her her purpose was to write like kind of like a bittersweet ending <laughs> you know like like they died, but they're together, yeah, like forever she, in tree form.
2: She read a story that made her feel like. <laughs> Sad and happy at the same time. She's like, I want to capture that.
0: <laughs> can I do that? Shoot. Nope. She Nope. <laughs> Turns <laughs> out you can't. She
2: read Beauty and the Beast. She's like, that. I want that, but with more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, but more. This didn't get <laughs> nuts enough. <laughs> it's the tagline for the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, why do you think Disney didn't pick up this one? There's a lot to work with.
1: Hmm. They didn't have anybody to play the dwarf.
2: I think now they do because Andy Circus exists. <laughs> you just toss him in whatever.
0: Oh, we not cast an actual dwarf.
2: Um, oh, read that too.
0: Taking jobs away from dwarves, to give them to Andy Circus. I
1: mean, <laughs> sorry. I'm who just... do you want, Dinklage <laughs> or Warwick Davis? Them's your options. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> you got the two.
2: Just Figured I wouldn't insult. <laughs> a real
0: person. Yeah, yeah, you guys tell me if this is mean or not, and we can cut it, but their audition would be who can fit behind a lettuce.
1: <laughs> you just
0: hunker down <laughs> as best you can. We're doing this shot practically. It's important. This is the <laughs> money shot of the whole film. A lettuce,
1: yeah.
2: The, the old lettuce reveal. One.
1: One no loitering sign in well, that little was... clearing. And he wouldn't have been allowed to do that. Yeah, but
2: it was his castle.
1: But if there's a sign, then he can't.
2: Oh, okay. So, so and I you, guess
1: it was his tree.
2: If you put a no soliciting sign on your front lawn, you can't ask anyone in your house anything.
1: Yeah, that's that's a that's a hard statement. <laughs> there are no exceptions to that. If you want to list some, then that's fine. Hey,
2: you is, have to be very specific with your signage.
1: This is why we have law. <laughs> Yeah, I if I knew what he wanted, like what he was trying to gain from all of this, just tell us. I would dwarf man. I would suggest, like, try to suggest a better plan than whatever this was. But I, I really don't know. You think he was just trying to bilk him out of more cakes?
2: Yeah, just, he just—he really likes the cakes.
1: Like, if he just wanted a wife, he was sort of into that. Seems pretty achievable he has
2: 24 already to choose from without going through all this trouble
1: yeah just like... just get common law married to somebody
2: <laughs> in the king thrushbeard story the whole kidnapping thing was meant to humble the princess so that she would be a good wife
0: nope yeah he didn't even want that
2: no he didn't nope. care she was humbled i mean deed done but it didn't matter yes
1: She's, was humbled she enough,
2: humbled? she's humbled enough to choose one of the hotter kings, knowing that her other <laughs> option was a, a little bald, long eared sociopath.
1: I guess it coerced her into a decision. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Madame Delnois said specifically that she was humbled. And who. And
0: therefore it is so.
2: Who else could we trust behind this story than the mastermind of Madame Delnois? Did she get
0: paid to
1: write these?
2: I don't know.
1: Is this her job?
2: Her job was baronessing. I don't know what that entails, other than apparently a ton of free time and some drugs.
1: <laughs> she did not have the worst gig. No. She did not make the best use of it. <laughs> uh but
0: I hope that she got like trapped in a mirror and buried underground <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I just want some horrible curse to befallen Madame Delnois for these evils that she has unleashed on the world. You're
2: gonna anger
0: her ghost, yeah. And then
2: we're gonna find a story that's worse than this because of you. Because she has more in her catalog. I saw titles that I have not seen in this particular fairy book. And there are like four or five other fairy books and Andrew Long seems to really like Del Noir. I feel like
0: someday we're gonna there's gonna be like a digging crew <laughs> that like cracks her open like Ivan who's in the Power Rangers
2: movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just finds her in a chest somewhere or something.
2: And they were best friends this whole time! No!
0: <laughs> and then every story she wrote comes true.
2: All at once.
0: Oh. It's an
1: awful retelling of Jumanji. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so where do you think this fits in in the world of the wonderful sheep and Felicia and the Pot of Pinks? The magical world of Del Noir coming to a Disney world near you? Uh... She's so definitely got a thing about bad fairies.
1: Maybe it's all the same fairy.
2: She's super against certain fairies, cause there's bad fairy who turns people into sheep. Yep. Who is also ugly. Let us let us not that. forget. So that very well could be the fairy of the desert. It's like she's just turned a bunch of kings into sheep.
0: <laughs> she gets bored and starts sheeping it up.
2: And that was Me. maybe that was after this king failure. Like the last king I kidnapped died on the shore, so to t- turn
0: them into sheep.
2: Yep.
1: Lesson learned. Because <laughs> that's what they all are.
2: <laughs> and then there was the other bad fairy with like wind diverting powers or something. Because there's like Felicia was supposed to be traded or something for a boy for a son.
1: I don't even remember what happened in that story. And he became a flowers.
2: Yeah, he, he got turned into a flower. Flowers. A uh, flower. Yes, he was
1: turned into multiple flowers.
2: Because <laughs> the the wind didn't finish carrying him up and like a bad fairy came by and was like, mm, this baby should be flowers. I
0: could see the desert witch doing that also.
2: <laughs> I can't have a baby, so I'm going to turn this.
0: Shh, no, she didn't even know. Like, she just, she just like is a jerk and like saw that wind <laughs> was blowing and she's just like, let's <laughs> <"Meh." laughs> <Like, laughs> Screws it up for no reason. <laughs>
2: mm. So maybe this is the unspecified bad fairy in all the Del Noir tales.
0: Sure. Just jerking it
2: up. We'll be on Del Noir to watch in the future for more bad fairy antics and self insertion tales. I hate this woman. <laughs> well, that's two weeks in a row is enough of her for a little while, so we'll let her stories rest for a bit. Let's go recover. Chala the hide the Ho, happily ever after. Chala the hide, the the Ho, shall it happily ever after.
1: This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash w t folklore feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore or mythology that you would like to hear us talk about special thanks to the brobdingnagian bards for the use of their song happily ever after from their album brobdingnagian fairy tales